This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I hope that you are amazing. I may sound a little bit stuffy today. It's the summer and these summer allergies are doing something (laughs) to my body. So I know that I'm going to be sniffling. I know that I may sound a little bit nasally. I am recording this pretty early in the morning and things have not yet fully settled in my body. But I wanted to make sure I got this podcast episode out to you. I hope that you're having a good summer. We are so, so busy here. It feels like every weekend we have something to do. We are grateful for the world opening up a bit and for us feeling a little bit more comfortable gathering with close friends. And a couple of weekends ago, we went to our friend's house. We had like a family play date. They have kids the same age as ours and they have a pool. So we were playing in the pool and, you know, my kids can't fully swim yet. Let me be honest, they can't swim at all. (laughs) My daughter's in swim lessons and she's got a ways to go. But, you know, I was asking them about the pool. I was like, okay, well, you know, the kids can't really swim. What's the pool like? And so she assured me, you know, they have this whole section that's just three feet. And then they have another section that's deeper, like six to eight feet. So I was like, cool, great. We will stay in the three foot zone and all will be well. So we're in the pool having a great time. And there's these floaties, you know, like those floaties that you just like lay in. And my daughter wanted one. No, my son, my son wanted one. It was like this little airplane that you could like sit on top of and it sprayed. And he was just super excited to get on this little flotation thing. So it was on the other side of the the rope. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go get it, right? I can swim. So I like bob myself on over there and I grab it. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, this ground is not under my feet anymore. (laughs) So I'm kind of flailing around because I wasn't expecting it. Like I knew intellectually that I was going to the deeper end and that it was six feet, but I was like, I should be able to stand up in the water. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, so it came as a surprise to me. And so now I'm like trying to tread water, but I'm a little bit panicky and I'm trying to hold on to this like huge floaty airplane. And it was a mess. It was just a mess. So then I'm like trying to get my body up to start you know, floating on top of the water so I can actually swim to the edge. And there we were, just crazy. (laughs) Everyone was sort of like, are you okay? I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Meanwhile, I'm like panicking on the inside. And then later that same day, my daughter somehow 
floated herself to the deep end. Now she had those little floaties on, so she was fine. So I just look over and the next thing I know, she's across the line. And again, like panic set inside me. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing over there? Which then freaked her out, right? She was literally just like floating, bobbing around, not even noticing that her feet weren't touching the ground. And someone had to like jump in and get her because then she was panicking because I was panicking. So those are little summer, (laughs) summer tidbits. And I thought that would be a fun story to share because today we're going to be talking about knowing where you are. And obviously in those pool scenarios, we didn't really know where we were on a deep, deep level. I wasn't really prepared She was panicky because I was panicking. So we're eliciting a stress response and trying to get to a safer place, a better place, but from a place of like panic because we weren't clear about where we were and what was necessary to sort of take us to where we wanted to be. And I think it's so relevant when it comes to marriage. And when I think about what I do as a coach, my goal really is all about getting you from where you are now to where you want to be of getting super clear about the starting line, right? Like, where are you? What is actually happening? How did you get here? And where is it that you really want to be? And as I think about my years of doing this work and the hundreds and hundreds of people that I've spoken to, I've sort of boiled it down to three starting places, three starting lines, if you will. And I recently talked about this in a masterclass I did, Making Marriage Easy, And it was just so well received that I wanted to share it here on the podcast. Now, if you're like, what was this masterclass making marriage easy? You should connect with me more deeply (laughs) because I talked incessantly about it in my email list. I talked incessantly about it on social media. And so definitely follow me on Instagram. I'm at Siobhan Parat. Definitely sign up for my email. You can do that on my website, drshavon.com. So you'll never miss when I do some of these extra deep dives into the work that we talk about here in the podcast. So anyways, I really felt it was important to also share these three starting lines here on the podcast. And I think that's because it's really valuable to know because The work that you do and the outcomes that you create in your life may be different depending on where you're starting, right? So how you approach getting the results that you want will be different depending on where you're starting from, right? So like even in this pool example, we were both in the deep end. My approach, because I can swim, was to swim. My daughter's approach, because she can't swim and can't really fully tread water, was to wait for someone to help her, right? 
And the outcome was the same, relief, (laughs) safety, (laughs) calm, calm demeanor, right? And so same with your marriage, right? If you're in a place where your spouse is wanting to do this work with you, the approach will be slightly different versus if you're in a place where you're doing this work on your own, right? And where you get to ultimately in any scenario, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goal for everybody is to feel better, right? To be happy, to have joy, to be content, to feel fulfilled, to be thriving in your life, and to feel more enjoyment. And no matter where you land with things, right? Like your marriage is amazing, or you realize maybe this marriage isn't going to be radically different, but you can be radically different. All we're really wanting is to really feel safe and happy being ourselves. I want you to really think about that. Like if your goal is to love your marriage, if your goal is to have an amazing relationship with your spouse, if your goal is to just be happy in the marriage that you are committed to, why do you want that? Everything that we want is because of a feeling that we will get inside of ourselves. And I have seen in my practice, I've seen even in my own life, that all we really want is to fully express ourselves, to be our truest selves and be accepted and loved and feel connected to life, to other people, to ourselves. And so if that's what we're all after at the end of the day, There's tons of different ways you can create that. And there's tons of different starting lines you can begin at and still achieve that ultimate, ultimate result. And I believe so much of that starts with knowing where you are. So I want to share with you the three places that I find most people start out from. Okay. One is the couple that is interested in doing this marriage work together. So that looks like you both are recognizing that things need to change. You both see that the marriage you're having could be better. The marriage you're having is experiencing some challenges where maybe you both feel stuck but you want to figure it out. You want the marriage to work. You both are willing to sort of learn new ways of operating. You are willing to make adjustments within yourself and adjustments with how you are interacting with each other. You see that there's a role both of you can play. You're like, we're coming to the table together because I know there's some stuff I need to do. I know there's some stuff my spouse wants to work on. We want to be a team in doing that work and supporting each other and doing that work, right? When you come to this process together, you're open to the coaching. 
(laughs) right? There's nothing worse than signing up for something and then not doing it. So, you know, you are initially like, yes, I'm open to this. I'm open to learning. I'm open to seeing myself in a different way. I'm open to the recommendations and the, you know, sort of homework and strategies that are going to be given to us. I'm open to doing those things. Now, couples come to me a couple of different ways. One is one person may initiate the process, right? So it's typically the wife. I don't want to be very stereotypical, but it's typically the wife will come to me and the husband will be accommodating. He'll be like, yeah, let's go. Like, if this is something you really want to do, I'm open to it. Or he may have his own issues. And he's like, yep, I think this is a great idea. Let's do this together. There may be times when both of them are like, no, we need to go. And maybe they're both reaching out, both initiating the process. Either way, they both see the value of it. They both come with the expectation that we're going to do this work and things are going to be better, right? They also have like an internal motivation to say yes. So even if one person is sort of leading the process, the other person has found their own rationale. The other person has found the own, their own reason for why they want to say yes. Even if it's to please their spouse, but they find some benefit to themselves, to their spouse being happier, to feeling like a team, that it makes it worth it for them to say yes. So I want you to think about, like, is that your scenario? Even if one of you is sort of leading the process more than the other, Do you both see value in doing this work? Do you both recognize that you have issues? Do you both recognize that you might need some help, right? Or that you both want to be doing this work to make the marriage better, okay? So that's one starting place. Another starting place is an individual who sees the work that they need to do in order to make the marriage better. So, Before your brain wants to argue with this, I think it's amazing for people who find themselves in this place. And this is why, because even when I work with couples, I work with them individually. It's a very unique approach that you're probably not going to find among many marriage professionals. But even though you're in a marriage with another person, there's still your work that has to happen, that has to take place regardless, whether your spouse is doing this work with you or you're just doing it on your own. And the marriage can absolutely get better when you're better, right? And so the people who are in this starting place, the people who come to me right here, like, there's work I want to do to make my marriage better. They come with this perspective. And Gabrielle Bernstein was the first person that I heard mention this cleaning up your side of the street, right? So I want you to imagine there's just like a street, <laughs> two lane, two lane street, right? With like just junk and mess and chaos and things that need to be tidied up and addressed and worked through. And I want you to imagine one half of that street or one lane is pristine, like just 
clean and amazing. You would have a different experience on that street. And the same is with your marriage, right? Like if you take the initiative or even if your spouse takes the initiative to do their work, things will be better because you'll have at least 50% less stuff in the way of the relationship, right? And this is the person that is so committed to just being the best spouse that they can be. They recognize that maybe some of the things that they need to work through is not helping the marriage get better. And so they're willing to go first. They're willing to do the work. They see themselves as sort of the leader in getting things moving, getting the ball rolling, getting the marriage to a better place. They see it almost as like an honor to be responsible for creating change. Again, in my practice, this is usually the wife. And I think we as women are more attuned to the relationship dynamics, right? We, we find our value, we find our fulfillment in how we are relating to other people. That's how we're wired. I think it's a beautiful thing. And so when we notice these things, we want to take action on it because sometimes we feel it more deeply. We feel the disconnection more deeply because it's so ingrained in our makeup as women, right? And we can see sometimes how like past hurts, whether it's from childhood and growing up in our homes or earlier in our relationships, we see how that is like weighing us down and preventing us from being happy and living the life that we want to have now, right? And also, you know, when you're in the starting place, some people come because they want to have a space that's just for them. They want to have like a person that's just focused on them and helping them. They're clear that they want to be in the marriage. They're clear that they want to feel better and be better. And they like just having a space that's their own to do this work without maybe their spouse looking over their shoulder or, you know, engaged in the conversation as well right? Sometimes people are at this starting place because their spouse doesn't want to participate in the process. And I think a lot of times we judge that we judge, like, why don't you want to do this, right? Because we make it mean that they don't care, we make it mean that they don't want the marriage to get better. And I would just caution you on that. I think there's a lot of reasons why people don't want to participate in marriage help, right? And sometimes it is not at all about you. It's just about them. And I've seen a lot of people let this keep them stuck. And I just want to offer that this is a starting place is still a starting place. But if you are telling yourself the story, like, well, if my spouse doesn't want to do this, I'm not going to do this, then you're also just keeping yourself stuck. Whereas any help for the marriage is going to help the marriage. I want you to just think about that. Any help for the marriage is going 
to help the marriage. Whether that comes through you, whether that comes through both of you. Okay. So the third way, third starting place that I see for people is the individual who wants to work on themselves. And their goal is to reclaim like their own sense of identity, their own happiness and joy in life. And they're kind of unsure where the marriage fits in with that. Or the marriage getting better is like a secondary goal, right? So they are unhappy in the relationship, but also recognize that they can't even have the clarity to sort of know what they want to do until they have cleared up some things within themselves, right? So, you know, this is the person who's like, I just really need to get me together. And if in the process of getting me together, this marriage improves, great. If in the process of getting me together, I realize this is not a relationship that I can continue to be in, that's also fine. So they come very curious and open to just like doing the work, feeling better, getting back to themselves, and then deciding what to do about the relationship. And this is something that happens, right? When people have been unhappy for such a long time with very little progress. So they come to me or they enter the starting place, really maybe having a hard time seeing how things can get better in the actual marriage, right? And that's okay. Like I I say all this with so much compassion and so much love and so much understanding because I know some of you have been struggling with the same issues in your marriage, with the same concerns for so long and you've been voicing them and you've been trying to work on them in the ways that you have. And it feels like the situation is not moving, right? And I want to offer you that again, things can get better for you when you get the support that you need, when you get new tools to handle the same situation. And oftentimes when you can just get yourself to feeling better, get yourself to enjoying your life, the answer for what to do is so much easier. Maybe because you're in such a unhappy and unfulfilled place, you're just not showing up as your best. And maybe, you know, any shift in you might create a shift in your spouse. And maybe it won't. And I'd like to be super honest about that because I think sometimes in the rhetoric, it's like, no, you have to change. And if you change, he'll change. And yes, sometimes that works exactly that way. And sometimes it doesn't. And either way though, right? Nothing's going to get better for you until you get better for you, right? Nothing's going to get better for you until you get better for you. And that is a beautiful place to start. I think it's an act of self-love that when you do that, you show yourself that you matter, right? So sometimes people find themselves in this place when their spouse just doesn't see things as an issue, right? Like, yeah, no, things are fine. I'm going to keep being this way. (laughs) I'm okay with it. 
You get to choose, right? And that's okay. I want you to know that there's still things you can do if you find yourself in the starting place. Because again, when we think about the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goal, it's for you to be yourself and to feel like you can do that. You can be your authentic self. You can be accepted. You can be connected and you can be loved. And sometimes you're going to find that exactly in the context of your marriage. And sometimes through the work that you do, you're going to find that in other ways that also feel amazing to you. Okay. So here's what I want to offer you about these three starting places. Again, they're the couple that's coming to do this work together, the individual who kind of wants to start first and knows there's things they can work on in the vein of making their marriage better. And then there's the individual who wants to just work on themselves and create their own sense of happiness and then decide what they want to do about the marriage. And I want to just share with you that no one place is better than the other. I know, right? No one place is better than the other. You can still make progress and feel better in all of these scenarios. I want to also offer you that no one place is easier than the other. Either way, your work is your work. And that work is going to be what it's going to be, whether your spouse is with you, whether you're doing it for a marriage, or whether you're doing it to gain clarity on if you're going to stay in a marriage. And I also want to offer you that no one place is the final destination. At different points, different seasons in your life and in your marriage, you may be in different places. You may start out doing this work on your own because you want to make your marriage better. And then your spouse may want to join you. I've had that happen with lots and lots of clients. They start doing this work. Their spouse sees the change in them. They're like, okay, I want to be a part of this too. You may do this work with your spouse in the beginning. And then they may fall off. And then you continue on because you see how valuable it is to you and how much work you want to do. You may enter this work as an individual wanting to work on the marriage and then decide, no, this is just for me. I just want a life coach for me to help me navigate myself, right? So these are not mutually exclusive and you can enter in at one point and then transition to another point. Okay. So again, I just wanted to offer you this because knowing where you are right now today is such valuable information and moving you to where you want to be. And I also really wanted to be clear for those of you who are considering working with me, for those of you who really want to have my help directly I wanted you to know that like, if you fall in any of these categories, I can absolutely help you that I don't only work with people in this starting place, right? Like the work of marriage coaching, the work of life coaching applies and is beneficial to all of these scenarios. And as long as you are open to coaching, as long as you are really committed to doing the work and getting the outcome that you want, right? Being yourself, feeling loved, connected, and accepted, I can help you. 
So if you would like to work together, I encourage you to go to my website and schedule a complimentary call with me. This is our chance to talk directly together, a two-way conversation where I will hear and listen to everything that's happening for you. I will be really clear with you about where you are. You may not know, like, do I fall in this? I feel this way some days. I feel this way another day. Totally fine. We will get super clear on that and we will map out your exact pathway to getting to where you want to be. So visit my website, drshavon.com. There is a tab that says work with me. You will click that tab. You will schedule your call directly into my calendar and I will meet you on the other side. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'll be back with you next week. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.